Hello and welcome to episode number 43 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. I'm Jim, and today we're talking about the Rule Zero Conversation. Alrighty, hello, hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Jim, what's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good? Pretty okay. Pretty okay? It's been a day. You know, it's the the weather is, it's finally feeling finally feeling good outside yeah i was actually so i was telling Brittany the other day uh yesterday actually um you know we we moved last the end of last year and you know it's been winter all since we've been here basically like late fall and then winter and so now that it's turning into spring i'm like it feels really weird because it's like we're 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 going to be experiencing all of the seasons like Mm -hmm. for the first time this year, so it's just kind of weird and interesting. <laughs> so um, it's it's cool. Like I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. Like I'm enjoying the feeling of being in a new place again. Almost mm. um, that that's what it feels like. Is I'm in is I'm in a new place all over again. Almost a mm. new home all over again. So that, that's a, that's an interesting feeling. Um, so, but I tell you what, man, I am enjoying this nice weather. <laughs> so wearing shorts over the weekend, shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, it's about stinking time, man. I can't wait to get back to like 40 degrees. <laughs> Do you like the 40 the fall? and 50? Oh yeah, I love it. I love I enjoy the fall. I also love the snow. I, I love hate winter. the snow. I love winter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I no. was literally built for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yes, you're like a husky. <laughs> All right. Speaking of beards. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually saying earlier, he was like, he needs some uh beard oil. Yeah, yeah. Get, get like the, mustache get, wax. Get the ma- mustache to, wax. To be yeah. able to look like an old Western <laughs> villain. Yeah. She, my my wife's grandpa used to do that. He used to have like the handlebar yeah. mustache. Just yeah. kind of. Um, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I ever saw him like that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, on a sad note, um, he passed away two years ago today. Wow. On this date is when he passed away. So I remember mm-hmm. remember the day very vividly. Um, yeah, but that's a whole other whole other story whole other topic but um but yeah he had he had <laughs> he had like the best handlebar mustache i'd ever seen <laughs> um when when i knew him i don't think i ever saw it in its full glory mm-hmm. but i've seen pictures yeah. and it's like off off the fine picture to show you um they they were pretty epic i and i know my wife can uh, can attest to that mm-hmm. um so on that note <laughs> we're uh we're talking all about the rule zero conversation yeah. today um, we'll kind of get into what spurred this conversation towards the end of the episode. Um, but before we get into it, thanks again, everybody for listening. We really appreciate, really appreciate everybody. Um, if you haven't, uh, go leave us a review on Apple podcasts, Spotify, any of the podcasting platforms that you're listening on. That would be amazing. And if you're watching the podcast, did you know you can listen to it on all the podcasting platforms? <laughs> and if you're listening, did you know you can watch it? Um, because if you're not, then you will totally miss the conversation we just had about <laughs> beards. You're missing the beards. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that, I'm cutting this thing soon. When you I are? get a haircut, yeah. You are? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting to that point. It, not that long ago, somebody was looking at our channel and they're like, oh man, the beards. And this is <laughs> when I had, when mine was a lot longer yeah. too. Yeah. It's like, nice beards, guys. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you definitely don't want to miss out on these visuals. I mean, mm. come on, you need mm. more beards, right? 
So, all right, well, let's just jump into it here. So the rule zero conversation, if you've never heard of the term, you've, you probably know what it is. And you've Mm -hmm. like, if you're in tabletop gaming, you've probably had these conversations before every game night, just about, you know, I'm also Mm -hmm. now thinking about it. Yeah. You could have never heard of this rule had someone at the table be a complete opposite player of what everyone else is doing. And you're like, okay, dude, listen, (laughs) we're all just trying to have fun. You're going to need to bring it down. And that's essentially what this is. And that was always me before, like years ago. Okay, no. Maybe not that long ago. ago. (laughs) Before we started doing, before we started our business, basically, that was me. (laughs) That was people telling me, dude, chill. We're just playing a game. (laughs) Relax. Now, I'm not saying that's always what happens, but come on. Everybody knows that one person. Oh, yeah. That one person. Tyler, (laughs) of course. Sorry. Yes, definitely. Woo. Woo. It's definitely Man. cold in here. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> no, nah, that was just, that was just, that, I was just, I'm just messing. I'm yeah. just messing around. But anyway, all right. So what, what is the rule zero conversation, right? So essentially, essentially the rule zero conversation, all it is, is the ground rules that you and your play group set up prior to the beginning of your session. Okay, mm-hmm. your, your game session. That's basically all it is, right? So by now you're probably like, oh yeah, we do that all the time. Or some people are like, nah, we kind of do, but there's always that, you know, one yeah. guy. It's super helpful to do that before every time you sit down and play a game, right? Yep. So, like, like, like I said, if you're part of a group, you most likely have a conversation, if not identical to this, extremely similar to this already. So, where where does this concept come from, right? So. Again, like if you've been in tabletop, you're, you're probably already like, I mean, I don't know where it comes from. We just we have the conversation. <laughs> but when I when we were I mean, I guess we still are in the magic community. Um, but that was where I first heard the term mm-hmm. rule zero. Um, so and that's kind of why we're talking about it here, because like I've heard the term talked out in magic, but it 100 percent applies to all of tabletop gaming. It It, it has. I mean, I'll use I'll use the word ramifications because I can't really think of another word to use, mm-hmm. but it has ramifications in just about all industries, just about like anytime, any group setting mm-hmm. like this concept, this rule, if you will, has has its uses, basically. Right. Even business meetings. So oh, yeah. Like, Guys, sure. this is what we expect Correct. from all of our employees, blah, blah, blah. Correct. You know? For sure. Because, I mean, if you don't know what's expected of you, Mm -hmm. you don't know what to do. And right. And then if you expect one thing from your coworker and they do something else, like you're in a project, you're a group project, essentially. You know, I mean, you know, I think we were all in those groups where like the one person (laughs) did all the work. Right. Even though it's expected. And if that's what what was expected and discussed, great. Right. Um, But like if. If everyone is expected to do this one thing and then three out of the four people do it and the fourth one doesn't and then they, everybody fails, yep. well, then doubt's on that fourth guy who didn't do the thing, right? Yep. Um, so so speaking about the magic community, where, where I first heard the term and it's been talked about on these two channels, um, which we will we'll link in the description and definitely go check them out. But the professor over at Tolarian Community, Tolarian community College – 
um, has quite a few videos on this topic, and then also over at Command Zone. Um, so both of those guys, uh, well, a lot of people, <laughs> those channels, I should say, <laughs> um, are really big in the card game community. Um, and they've, and actually the professor has been on the command zone mm -hmm. talking about this very topic, um, multiple times, I think. Um, and, and I think he was on one of the, their podcasts, not that recently talking about it. I might have to double check. Um, but again, we'll link those in the description if you want to go check them out. Um, because again, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good topic to talk about and understand and then, and really understand why it's a good conversation to have. Right. Yeah. So definitely go check them out. Um, okay, so then we've got so like what is the actual applicability here? Like what is the actual application? So you know we were talking about beforehand, and I think these conversations really are gonna pop up more so in TCG, CCG, LCG games, and even D and D also games as well. The tabletop RPGs, mm -hmm. right? Um, like those games, which tend to be um, w either uh, competitive, cooperative, yep. and multiplayer, mm -hmm. right? With a like, I, I'm trying right now. I'm trying to figure out how you can distinguish between those card games, tabletop role playing games, and then board games. Like, there, those are three very different things, mm -hmm. um, and like subsets of the tabletop community. Three very different formats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny, Dan? <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk funny. about that today. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we already talked we about did. it. Yeah, we did. Um, but I, I think it's more. I think it would more come up in those in the card game, yeah. uh, games and the tabletop RPG games over the board game. Mm -hmm. Uh, groups, uh, let, let's just say. Yeah. Um, now, that's not to say it doesn't come up or should come up in the board game groups because it definitely should. I just think that conversation looks a little bit differently. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, I mean, you were you were telling me about like what does it look like for D and D groups? Because you said you hadn't heard mm -hmm. the term rule zero yeah. before, but you had something else. For yeah. D &D. So so in D and D, it tends to be called session zero, where everyone will come together, pretty much making their characters at the same time. Mm -hmm. They talk with the DM about what it is that is expected from the campaign as well. How everyone should really be like treating each other as well. And um, just trying to figure out for their group as a whole what is going to be the best route. Mm -hmm. And if some people are already butting heads right from the start, well, then you can people can either fix things to go forward or some people are just left aside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so 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 moving on from that, like that's a good kind of explanation of like session zero. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's interesting where you guys called it session zero yeah. and like <laughs> we're calling it like, or, or it's called the rule zero yeah, conversation. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even sure how long it's been called session zero. Right, right. It makes sense because yeah. like like you're doing this all beforehand. You're yeah. doing this all before you even start, mm -hmm. right? So um, we'll, we're, we'll dive into this a little bit more, right? Um, but in talking about the rule zero or session zero, I think we think there's like three 
questions that you want to ask and have answered in these conversations. Okay. Yep. Um, we'll go into each one uh, individually here. But the first one is why are we here as a group? Like, why are we meeting as a group? Okay. The next is what am I looking for out of this session? And then finally, what is everyone else looking for out of this session? Yep. Okay. So I think that first that first question informs all of the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Because per like you have to answer that why are you here question first, mm -hmm. right? That's like the question that you have got to answer first. So good example, when I first started going to grapple to play magic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why was I going to grapple? Because I finally built a Magic the Gathering deck and mm -hmm. I wanted to play with other people playing magic. Yeah. That's why I was going. Right. So I had to answer that for myself first. Okay. That was before I had an actual group, right? Yeah. An actual play group. Right. I was going to grapple because I was addicted at that point. <laughs> when you started going, <laughs> I was, was like every I single <laughs> I was going there at least five times a week. That was that was before I was addicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but like you you kind of have to answer that one first, mm -hmm. right? But that but I still think the why are we here as a group does kind of inform all, yeah. all the other ones, right? Yeah. So beyond why are you there, okay? If you have your group, okay, why are you meeting? Okay. Are you meeting up for a tournament? Like, are you playing Magic? Are you playing Pokemon? Mm -hmm. Are you playing Yu-Gi-Oh! or Flesh and Blood? Are you playing, are you grouping up to prepare? For this weekend's SCG Con in yep. in Indy, right? Mm -hmm. For the next modern tournament. That actually happened uh, the last two days. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> now, was that just Flesh and Blood? Uh, no, it was Flesh and Blood and Magic. Oh, and they a, had a Magic one too? Yeah, yeah. And apparently they actually had a featured table for Flesh and Blood, but, flesh and blood, but not Magic. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Star City Games had a feature table for mm -hmm. Flesh and Blood. That should tell you something. Yeah. That 100% should tell. So if I, you're if you're involved in the card game community at all, that's I think that's big. That I is. think that's big news. Man. I had a conversation with Avi today. He he stopped by, dropped off my burn deck. Okay. And we He were, finally we were dropped off the it. burn deck? No. Well, he he picked it up a few days ago. Oh, for, for, for the, the tournament. Okay, yeah. I got, it. I got. And it. Then, I um, thought that was one he was hanging on to for a while. Oh no, <laughs> no, I've had it for a bit now. <laughs> got it, got it. And got then it. he just picked it up the other day, dropped it off today, and we were we were talking about it, and it's like the stuff Magic's doing, and it's pushing people away yeah, from the game. It really is. It really is pushing. It's it's pushing people either away from competitive Magic, or into casual Magic, which basically is Commander. Yeah, it's either doing that. It, it's doing that and pushing them out of competitive play. Yeah. And that is not good for the future of competitive magic. Yeah, it's really not. And I like that's a different story. It though. is. It, it is. <laughs> it, it really is. And yeah, let, I, let's not, let's not get, get into attention. that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all right, all right. So but but again, why why are you meeting up as a group? Are you like it? Because honestly, if you're grouping up to prepare for a tournament, that session is going to look completely different. Mm -hmm. That session is going to look so much different than if you're grouping up just to have fun, Yeah. right? Like, are you grouping up just to chill and enjoy each other's company? Mm -hmm. Those are some, like, that is some of the most fun, personally, that I have just grouping <laughs> up around a table. Yeah. Like, I still remember when you were over, Michael was over, Noah was over, yeah. and we were just chilling, hanging out, watching the fight. Yeah. That was that was the Floyd Mayweather oh, Logan fight Paul night? fight. I oh, think what? I think that was that fight. 
I, I don't know. I think I think it was. We at least hung out dirt then yeah, too. Yeah. We at least hung out then too. Yeah. Mm. There, because there were a couple times. There were a couple times we hung out. Yeah, I was gonna say with if, that if Noah was there, it was that was for D and D, and that wasn't the day of the fight because we wouldn't have had time to watch it. No, 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 either. no. The, I'm not talking about the D and D. Oh, okay, night. okay. Yeah, that was because when it was. This is without my wife. Okay. Because okay. my wife was there, we did D and D the one shot. Okay. But <laughs> when when it was Noah and Michael, we did play a little bit of Magic. Mm. Remember that? And then we played the the we played Dominion too. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Noah's only here that one time. No, he yeah, came a couple. It was, it was he multiple came, times. He came a couple times. Okay. He came a couple times. So that was fun. I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? And why do we hung out? We hung out just to chill. <laughs> yeah. We literally hung out. Hey, let's just come on over. Let's just have a, a chill night and mm-hmm. have fun. Right? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to have fun? Yeah. That tends to be the same thing for our commander nights as yeah. well. And Well, until someone takes it more seriously. Damn. Damn. One time, one Damn. time, one time. Damn, that was more than one time. The the last time, <laughs> it was just the one time. It's like it was only the one time this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one time. <laughs> no, usually, 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 I'm not so. <laughs> we play. So was it? It wasn't during Commander. It wasn't during Commander. It was only played Dice Throne. Yeah, it was during Dice Throne. It was, yeah. it was only played. But Dice it was Throne. a buildup from Commander stuff. No, not really. It <laughs> oh, really, okay. it really wasn't. I, I, the Commander game didn't really have anything to do with it. Okay. It was mostly just a Dice Throne. I was just getting frustrated because I felt like <laughs> I was basically what happened was I was losing, and if the rule, if we decided the rule was going to go this one way, it would have not been very good for me, and I was yeah. arguing it. It the rules should go the other way because that was better for me. But it definitely, and I, wasn't it that definitely way. was not that way. Hundred percent was not. Like, Dan but, hits me up the next day. He's like, "Okay, I don't know what I was thinking." <laughs> <laughs> Fact check true. <laughs> Fact check true. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, I really did not know what I was thinking. But in the moment, I honestly yeah. thought I was right. Yeah, I honestly thought I was right. I took it a little too far, and I just got a little upset. I got a little <laughs> upset, but I got over it. Yeah, I cooled. I got over it. I'm used to it already, right Dan. But in in my in my I mean, not really defense, but I guess just stating I I used to be more like that. I'm much so. I'm much less like that now mm. when it comes to yeah. just playing games in general. Yeah. Um, so that's good, I should say. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't having it that, yeah. that one time. But Dan's gotten a whole lot more used to losing ever since I he's kind of He's kind of not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it used to be I'd play with people who didn't know what they were doing, yeah. and it was just, all right, I win, I win. <laughs> no, that, that's, not, that's not it at all. But uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got red hair. What can I we're say? Just yeah, we're just memeing. We're just memeing. I got red hair. What can I say, right? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> all right. Okay. So, um, oh, like another thing, like, are are you, are, are the, is the purpose of your meetup to try and beat uh, like a pesky villain, like Marvel champions, like mm-hmm. Ultron? Like, is that why you're getting together to specifically take down this one villain or boss or something that you've been trying to beat for a while? Yeah. Like, is that the reason you're meeting? Right. Because that whole, that why, that why is going to influence everything else, Mm -hmm. okay? So once you answer that, okay, then, okay, why am I here, right? And and again, like, you're going to, you're probably going to answer that question before you get to the why are we meeting up as a group, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, if, 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 if we're talking to our commander group, right, 
normally it's, hey, you know what? We I want to get together with these guys because we haven't hung out in a while. We yep. haven't played Commander. So I've already decided in my head, in my mind, that I wanted to group up with these guys because I haven't hung out with them in a while. I want to enjoy their company and I want to play Commander. So there, there's my why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we touch, we touch base with everybody else in the group. Hey, let's get together just to hang out. And yeah, sure, sounds good. Okay, now we've answered. everyone else's why like why are we meeting as a group okay then lastly like um what is everyone else wanting to get out of the session so i kind of gloss over a little bit but um like what am i looking for out of the session Mm -hmm. right Which, which again that answers your why right your why informs what are you looking to get out of the session okay and then once you show up right it's what again if jim and i are meeting with some other people what Jim, like, what do you want to get out of the session? What do, what does everyone mm. else, what does everyone else want to get out of the session? Okay. I want to make for sure. Commander, I just want to counter spells. He really. does, which is very true. Yeah. And I hate that, but you know what? I, I know, I know that's what he's going to do. He will just counter because he can. Because it's funny. But like, that's actually an interesting, it's, yeah. an, it's interesting you say that too, yeah. because we've been playing Commander for for so long now, mm-hmm. I 100% know what to expect. Yeah. When I sit down at a table in a commander, when we went to Gen Con and we played all the commander, yeah. <laughs> you pull out a deck, all right, I know what he's going to do. <laughs> he's just going to mess around. He's probably not even going to try and win, depending yeah, no. depending on what's going on in the game, yeah. right? And if I play this card, he's probably just going to try and counter it, right? <laughs> even though I really want this spell to resolve, mm-hmm. he's probably just going to counter it just to mess with me. Yeah. Oh, he does. All right, I kind of expected yeah, it. Yeah, that makes all sense. Right, it makes sense, <laughs> yep. Like it really helps. Like honestly, on an individual level, it really does help. Like if you're somebody who gets agitated very easily, mm-hmm. if you know what to expect, it's a whole lot harder to get agitated yeah. when you know what to expect. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say it's harder to get agitated, but it's easier to not. Yeah, it's much easier for me to not get bent out of shape when I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. When I know why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> It's a whole lot easier for me to roll with it yeah. than not understanding anything mm-hmm. why you're doing what you're doing. Because also think of it as like, oh, I'm going to play all these really awesome cards from my deck and then I'm going to beat them on like turn four. And then it's just like, and I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're in fact not going to do exactly what it is you think you're going to do. Yep. And in fact, you're now going to lose the game. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get to do what I wanted. Yep. Yeah. Or if you're playing with a friend who um, you sit down at a, at a table mm-hmm. and there's one guy mouthing off and he's saying he's got the best deck or, wh- <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then and then your your other friend like like him, like this guy will be like, you, I don't really like you very much <laughs> right now because you're not being very nice. So you think you're going to do this thing. Here I have something for you. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna, you're gonna play this guy right here, yeah. and then guess what? That thing you're gonna do? No. Yeah. No. No, no. you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. Right. Not so happen. yeah. So Unless you play mono green can't be countered, <laughs> <laughs> which I like to do. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like, uh, I got nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> be like bounce it back or to your a, like a good a, fu- a funny thing is like if you're if you're going through a game right and it's towards the end and somebody's like can you counter it dude i'm in red 
<laughs> Bro, I'm in red. Can you think I can counter in red? <laughs> you got you got Spoiler a few counter alert, spells. No. You got a few counter spells, Dan. There 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 are there are. I mean they there specifically are. target like Correct. you know you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But as a general rule <laughs> Yeah. It's a general rule. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm trying to go face, man. I am not playing counter magic, okay? Yeah. The best counter spell in red is lightning bolt to the face, face. to kill them. Like, <laughs> right. hopefully exactly. it kills them. Exactly, right. Oh, man. Um, so, again, like, what's everyone else looking for? Like, yeah. are they looking to play jank? Do they just want to sit down? Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got this. I, again, this is in, in card games, right? Yeah. But You remember um, Noah's... Uh, Gruel oh yeah, <laughs> lands deck, dude. That was hilarious. What's I'm his like, name? Enrage Bobo Girmos. Oh, dude, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Borborgamos. Like yeah, I have got, the, I've got the card in my head. Yeah. It's like Borborgamos and Rage. Something. something along those. It's like lines. seven, so, eight mana. Yeah, it's eight mana. Yeah, it's eight mana and discard a land from your hand, and he it's bolt. Yeah, and it deals three to face. Yeah. yeah. Anything, all right. I think so it's then, anything, so, any target. Yeah, yeah, it's anything. Yeah, but we send which it for face. eight, it better be. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so his entire deck is that one card for the commander and the rest of the ninety nine cards. Win? No, he didn't win. He was uh, close. No, he I, did I th- he win? Yeah, because he was controlling our boards. I know he was because I think I was because playing you had the card to where it was. If you don't have any cards in hand, draw three. So he's like, Oh yeah, hey, that's I'm right. gonna draw three that's every turn. Right. <laughs> so so then yeah, he ended up winning that game, yeah. and it was like, oh my goodness, yeah. right? Yeah, that was a completely jank deck it that was. I wasn't expecting to win, and he, he pulled it out. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, yeah, I mean. That- he was just all about that jank. Yeah. I was, I, at that moment, I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> and like that time it was, we knew what we were doing. We were just hanging out. Just, mm-hmm. we just wanted to group up and honestly yeah. play some magic and just have some fun mm-hmm. and just chill. Like I, I, I didn't have any expectations other than that. Yeah. Right. So regardless of like applicability and when, and uh, you know what, before we actually get into our tips here, I think, I think we should mention like board game board game groups that's probably a little different too yeah so for us like we're our experience i mean as you can tell like if you listen to us for any length of time you know we're we're big into the card games <laughs> right into the card game community and and we're, we're gonna have these other conversations like right about like the card game community the board game community like we're all tabletop gamers at heart right we really are but i think there's distinct differences between card gaming and board gaming right within tabletop gaming right um and that's fine like that's okay right but i i think i don't want to say like it's important to talk about because it's not necessarily important right but i think it's good to recognize differences and distinctions between preferences right and honestly even ways of thinking and strategy and Mm -hmm. how you strategize in a game right so that so on those two things, like mostly preferences and strategizing, right? There's big differences when it comes to card gaming and tabletop, or excuse me, and board gaming, right? So, and and we'll get into those in future episodes because um, there's I've got a lot of topic ideas that I kind of want to talk about and touch on because I view us, right, as... Yes, we're card gamers, but we don't just want to cater to the card game community and completely forget about board games, right, in the board game community Mm -hmm. because, again, we love board games. (laughs) Like, we do. Like, I I, I love board games, right? But I also recognize there's differences. There's differences between the two. Mm -hmm. And one thing – and the reason I even say all that is because one thing that I'm noticing is – and I don't even want to say there's a lot of – but I know plenty of card game players, like people who play Magic and Pokemon, who 
they love board games too. Mm-hmm. Not everyone who loves board games is really into card games <laughs> and TCGs and CCGs. Yeah, not at all. Sometimes. It's <laughs> it, it's it's sometimes right, but I f- I feel like what I've noticed is that's kind of few and far between. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And my and I was having a discussion with somebody about this earlier. Um, but it's a question I'm going to continue to ask: is why, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm always trying to seek to understand someone and why they think the way they think, <laughs> right? What their preferences, why their preferences are that way, right? So and I'm always have, trying to think. Have you played Ticket to Ride? Yes. Have you played Catan? Yes. Would you say they are very similar? Very similar? Would you say they're similar? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're similar. I know they're not sure. like extremely similar, yeah, but, but yeah, they're pretty yeah, similar. They're similar, sure. I know one guy who was really obsessed with Ticket to Ride, and mm-hmm. I asked him if he wanted to play Catan one day. I'm like, I mean, they're they're honestly pretty close enough. Yeah, they are. Um, and he's like, I hate Catan. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Do they say why? <laughs> no, I, I. He might have. I don't remember exactly. Do I know who but, this was? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, right. no. He okay. he would normally go there for on Tuesdays, okay. which was board game board game night. night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was. It was just funny. I was like. How do you hate that? It's it's like literally <laughs> the same game. You're building a trail in Catan, and you're yeah. building a trail in Ticket to Ride. But see, with Ticket to Ride, like that is the game. Like yeah. that's the point yeah. is building your railroad yeah. and having a long one. Catan, it was just part of. You only got a few victory points for having yeah. the longest railroad. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I can't because there's no there's no dice involved in Ticket to Ride, is there? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Yeah. Well, even in Catan, you don't have to play with dice. There's, there's, they came out. It's a randomized mechanic. It's still a randomized mechanic, right? Well, you do have the deck that tells you what, uh, like, carts that you can, that you get. Right. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the random part of it. Yeah, that is the random part of it. Sure, sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I had not heard that before. Yeah, I I was completely in shock. I'm like, wow, okay. Wow. That this will this will that'll actually get into our <laughs> tips a little bit. So, um, yeah. So I I, I did want to touch on the board game uh, community as well here. And, and again, like I think that conversation is going to be a lot different, mm-hmm. right? Because, and and again, take what we're saying with a little grain of salt too. Because normally when we're grouping up, it's to play the card games normally. Yeah. Um, but I do have I do have actually some good instances <laughs> of board games mm-hmm. of specific groups that I've gone to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I feel like if you're grouping up for a specific board game, again, and I see all these on Facebook too, on all these Facebook groups that I'm in, which is great. Like it's, hey, anybody want to group up? And then there's a thread going yeah. and they're all having the conversation. <laughs> what are we playing? Where are we going? <laughs> all of that stuff. And that's another, like the internet makes the tabletop community that much better yeah. when you see stuff like that. Yeah. And so that, like, that's awesome. Like that's, that's phenomenal. <laughs> so, all right. So as we touch on that, let's let's go into our rule zero tips. So regardless of your application or, or your applicability, we've got some tips that I, I think really would be beneficial and be very helpful for these types of conversations. This, this first one is so crucial. Um, and honestly, I think also these are <laughs> these tips also are really going to help you and your individual mindset mm-hmm. and kind of just help you set yourself at ease, and then honestly, everyone else in the group at ease too. Mm-hmm. First one is probably the biggest one, uh, and and you 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 you'll get that from all the conversation we've already had <laughs> up to this point. That's know your playgroup. 
know your play group. Mm-hmm. All the things that I said about I know Jim and how he's going to play, if I see that one deck, know <laughs> your play group. Obviously, you're playing with strangers for the first time. It's going to take time. Like yeah. that comes with time, right? <laughs> be patient, right? Um, but like, I don't even think you have to tell somebody to be patient too, because yeah. most of the time, if it's your group, you enjoy hanging out with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard horror stories and mostly on Facebook of like, people are like, there's this one guy in our group and like saying all these bad things. I'm like, how did he get to be involved in your well, group? Like yeah. how, like, how did that? Like from day one, you probably have seen some red flags coming from the person. Yeah. And honestly, that's a whole other topic too. Like it could be a video topic. It could be a podcast topic, but like finding your group, finding your play group. um, I mean, that's, that is a whole (laughs) other topic that we could, we could spend hour plus just talking about that too. Cause there's definitely, I mean, I know I've got tips, I've got Mm -hmm. thoughts and ideas and I know Jim does too. I mean, specifically for me, I would just be like, if you're going into a new group, aim to have fun. Aim to have fun and meet new people. Yeah, like your goal should be just have an open mind yeah. and learn. I think I think it's like learning too. Mm-hmm. Like just be there to learn and try to have fun. Mm-hmm. So okay, but yeah, know your know your play group. You know, I talked about um, Jim and I, like our commander group. Mm-hmm. Um, again, when I get together with my family, okay, different application, right? But again, yeah, same it's principle. Ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, it's actually good. Like for Christmas, right? Yeah. I'm get I'm going into an environment where there. I know there's gonna be a bunch of people, <laughs> dude. I got a bunch of games. <laughs> I'm going through my collection and saying, all right, I know who's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. I know they like this game. Um, a game that has gone over extremely well. And yeah. honestly, every time I bring it, we always play Secret Hitler. Yeah. All the time, people will play it. People love that game now, so I always be mm-hmm. sure to bring that. If there's a game, like if Michael's there, I know. Uh, I mean, he'll play anything for the mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, he won't play Magic unless you give him a deck. But that that but that that's is a one v one thing. Yeah, like that's yeah. like either a one v one or okay, if you got multiplayer, <laughs> I need a completely different deck. Yeah. That, that's completely yeah. separate, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're going into a large group, you're more than likely bring you're bringing a bunch of different games yeah. right but again know your group know mm-hmm. who's there know the people there because if you know if you know who's there you, you you've got a good idea of what they're gonna like right yeah. like if i if i go to if i go to a family function and i know they hate this one game don't bring <laughs> the game because nobody's gonna even though you love it if nobody else lo- likes it what's the point if it's just gonna sit in your car because yeah. nobody else is gonna want to play it yeah right my my game of choice to always have people play is Dungeon Man. Yes, it's, I knew that was coming. I love that <laughs> like game. Like it gets so many people. That game is so. They, they fun. might not even play card games, but they're going to enjoy the game. I like how you describe that game too, <laughs> Commander Light. Commander Light. That's a really? it's a good explanation. It's spot on. It is. It is spot on. Yeah, and if if you if you don't play Commander, that's fine. But it really is a straight up Commander yeah. Light. It's it's that game is so much fun. Oh. Yeah. Really annoying, not annoying in one v one, but just a diff, completely different. Yeah, it's 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 not really fun to me in one v one because it's just like, all right, I have the cards to kill you, or he has the cards to kill me, and it's like, all right, now we play them. There's no negotiating with them of like, mm-hmm. oh hey, let's set up something to now take out this one person, and it's, oh if you don't do this to me, I won't do it's that. It's so interesting what just adding one player will do. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we've, you've seen all our villainous videos, right? Villainous is so different 
in one v one than even just three man. <laughs> yeah. It is so different. Yeah. Right. It, like you can take the same two heroes or villains, right? Play them one v one, then just add another one to that with somebody else, and it's a completely different thing. Queen of Hearts is amazing in one v one, but you add another player. No, uh, I mean, I immediately a B, immediate B, maybe C tier, <laughs> right? Probably. It's maybe that, but one v one, amazing, yeah, so fast, yeah. I it's don't crazy. think I, as of right now, I don't think I like any other hero as much as her in a one v one. Um, I want to do Queen of Hearts and Madam Mim. Yeah, I think that would be a really interesting matchup. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one would be fun to see. Mm-hmm. Madam Mem, if you get because lucky, Madam Mem yeah. is you can go fate, 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 fate yeah. every every other turn. Yeah, you can keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility. And you don't even care. Madam Fate doesn't really care if she gets faded nope. itself. Yep. Yeah. Not it's, really. I mean, she has like two cards that really hurt her, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not enough yeah. to just be like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, I could also just get three Vanquish actions mm-hmm. in a single right. turn. Right. Right. All right, so the, fir- the first tip was know your play group. Uh, the second is come prepared. Kind of like what I was saying earlier about when I get together with the family, right? Mm-hmm. I know to bring a wide variety of games, yep. okay? Again, I think I think know your group and come prepared do go hand in hand, right? Um, so like bring different games, bring different decks to play. If you're playing a card game, okay, if I'm playing Magic... What kind of magic am I playing? Yeah. Like, again, <laughs> if I'm playing Commander, okay, bring a couple different decks. Yeah. I've got my competitive deck. Two different power levels. I've, yeah, yeah, exactly. Commander, we talk about power levels, and when you talk power level, it's basically how how strong is the deck, how competitive is it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk uh, we talk rule zero, like that is a rule zero conversation, essentially, in Commander mm-hmm. is, you know, these, it's not just a power level. It goes more, it goes beyond the power level, yeah. right? But here's the decks that I have prepared, right, Um, just in case. Like, if you're looking for a competitive match, all right, I got it. I got my competitive deck. Here we go. Let's let's go. If you're looking for you just built your jank deck, you want to see how it goes, all right, I've I've got a jank deck here. That's fun. If you're looking to play a 1v1 competitive game, or not even just competitive, a 1v1 commander match versus me, I'm not doing it. No? You won't do it? I don't play 1v1s in commander. No. I just can't. Well, like, do you have... You do you have any, and you don't really have any decks that would even be good necessarily one v one. Tolerant. Well, to- <laughs> yeah, but that that's just not fun in a one v one. That would not be fun in one v one. I mean, like Tolerant, that's probably why Tolerant I don't do it. it. Yeah. Well, sure. No, no, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like Tolerant's great in multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not fun when the, you're getting countered by it, but it's <laughs> like it's a. It's you, also, you always need the blue player. Yeah. You it's need also really nice table. when someone else. So if like. You know, our third player is going off. Dan's mm-hmm. like, Jim, Jim, please. <laughs> Jim, stop this. Stop this madness. <laughs> when we went to Gen Con, that happened so many times. Too. Yeah, Dan looks over at me. He's like, you got yeah, it? I'm like, you got it? You, you got, got it? Out? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so true. And I'm like, I'm waiting. So true. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's <laughs> love funny. him and hate him. You yep. know, hate, hate the model blue player. You're gonna love him when he saves you. <laughs> so true. Oh man, so true. And a lot of those times too. Like I was, I was probably playing Coma, so I, I had a, quite a bit of counter spells. Yeah. Or I was playing um, Kenrith, and there's like nothing. Oh that. yeah, I have one counter spell. That's that entire like super deck. jank. That is so jank. <laughs> <laughs> those I'm like, please help me, Jim. Please help me. <laughs> Oh, oh, I have to. All right. All right. I'm getting sidetracked here. 
but there was a kid at Grapple, okay. right? Yeah. And Noah was helping him, looking at, like, looking through his deck, helping him uh, build something. I think I know where this is and, going. But and Noah tells I... the kid, so it was a uh, a Boros <laughs> list. It was white and red, yeah. uh-huh. and it was supposed to, like, be an aggro list. Yeah. Um, and Noah calls it a jank deck. So this kid thinks he's playing the color combination called jank. <laughs> and it's not I hadn't heard ring. that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So I, when I, there was one time I asked the kid, like, you know, what he was playing. He's like, oh, I'm playing jank. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I see the he colors and I'm like, oh, that's the Boros list. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the kid had no idea. He's calling his, his colors all right, jank. All right. So if you're not familiar, if you're not oh, familiar, man. right, in Magic, there's five different colors, right? Yeah. Uh, Wooberg, white, blue, red, all of black, them. green. That's right? all of them. Right? Yeah. All the colors. Okay. So each, when you when you put those colors together, you've got your different color combinations, yeah. right? They each have a name, right? Yeah. So white plus red is Boros, yeah. okay? So that is hilarious. He thought it was jank. Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, funny. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, it was a great story. Oh, my word. <laughs> so speaking of coming prepared, um, I think I think the best thing that I can say for coming prepared, right? But come prepared with as much versatility mm-hmm. physically and mindfully yep. as you are able, okay? Like your mindful versatility is very important. And what I mean by that is open-mindedness, right? Mm-hmm. I know that term open-mindedness gets thrown around so much, right? I, I, I And uh, guilty, like guilty, like I'll say that too, right? Yeah. But I think, I think it's really true for this, right? Because, and we'll talk about it here in a minute, right? Um, but... It's huge. Don't be so closed down to what you are expecting, what you want to get out of the game night, mm-hmm. and be shut off from what everyone else is sitting at is is there for, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting down at the table, again, I remember the first time I played Villainous, right? Uh, it's me, my wife, Michael, my uh, brother. You had like an eight-man game or something. Yeah. Um, a bunch of her cousins and my sister-in-law, yeah. right? I mean, we were there, and I remember we went to Walmart, and we just saw it on the shelf, mm-hmm. and we picked it up, and we're like, this is interesting. This should be fun. So we brought it home. <laughs> we sat down, and honestly, we were just there to have fun, mm-hmm. okay? Now, I could have ruined that night very easily, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, you know, I'm competitive, right? And I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to have fun. Remember, I played Jafar, and it was the first time I played the game, and mm-hmm. I'm like, these cards look really cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Right. But like if I'm trying to get those people in more involved in the tabletop hobby in board gaming or card gaming. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't I want that to be a positive experience for them or do I want them to be like, and this has happened to me. I'm not going to play games with Dan because he's a jerk. Right. I'm not going to play games with so and so because he takes it way too seriously or Mm -hmm. whatever. You have just lost them to tabletop. Yeah. Right. Because like for your family members, a lot of like a lot of the exposure to the space or the hobby space starts with you. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if you don't have that rule zero, like in an environment like that, maybe you don't have that rule zero conversation because in that environment, like I'm just around family, right? Like I we're just hanging out as a family, <laughs> right? Right. In that environment. You tell yourself, okay, 
this is a perfect time, a perfect opportunity to get more of these people into this game. And then at the end, hey, what'd you guys think? Like, was that fun? Like, did you enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that was fun. And you know what? My wife loves Villainous now. Like, she enjoys it. She enjoys the game. Michael loves the game. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, that was a perfect time. Emily don't like it. Emily just, she, <laughs> she's not about it, right? <laughs> and that's fine. Like, that is okay. Yeah. Well, I think part of it, too, is she played Ursula. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm talking about. That one is not basic <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, no, 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 no. So it very much could have something to do with that. Yeah. Um, but you you see what I mean. Like, I, th I think the point is coming across. Mm -hmm. Like, for a lot of people that you know, their first exposure to the space might mm -hmm. start with you, mm -hmm. right? So, like, that's... Like, I hate to say it's a big responsibility, but, I mean, it, it is a responsibility, yeah. right? Um, so, like the pressure is on, right, to make it a good experience for them. But you right? also put it on yourself because you're like, I'm bringing these games Correct. to play with people. Sure. Yep. You're doing it to yourself almost. Yeah, right? <laughs> really. You're not wrong. So for if sure, you're for sure. then going into it being a complete jerk, yep. it's like, okay, no one's going to want to play these games yep. again. Yep. They need to have a good first time, maybe even yep. also second time. Mm -hmm. And then the third time, you can really lay it on them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That happens. <laughs> for sure, that happens. That's funny. Um, all right. So I um, left this for last because I think this is probably the – this is the point that I kind of want everyone to take away from this. Mm -hmm. I think that's it's one of the most important, right? At the end of the day, okay, um, you know, we're all playing the games that we love with the people we love, right? You mm -hmm. know, in, in, in my example about family, right, I, I love – Everyone at that table. I want them to have fun. I want them to enjoy themselves, mm -hmm. right? And I have invited them into this by introducing them to a game that I love. At the time, my first time with that game. But most of the time, hey, guys, I love this game. I am so excited <laughs> to introduce you to this game. You know how many times I tried to get my wife to play Magic because I really <laughs> wanted to play it and I had nobody to play it with? Yeah, I'm sure a few times. And she, you know what? To her credit, she she sat down and she played with me for a few <laughs> times because she's like, okay, Dan, I'll do it because I know you enjoy this, so I will <laughs> sit down and play it with you. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> You're the real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, that is key, right? That's huge. So keep that in mind, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's with that, right, that this point comes in as well. So fun is subjective, Okay, and it's different for each person, um, and it may even be different each time you sit down with that same person for a session. Mm -hmm. Okay, what I find fun one day may not be what I'm looking for in the session the next day. Yep. Okay, but ultimately, ultimately, what it comes down to is fun, or someone's perception of them having a good time is completely different from one person to another. Okay. Mm. Again, you know, we've, we'll talk about magic again because we've talked about it quite a bit on the episode, right? Jim loves playing his blue, his blue list, right? And commander. And commander, <laughs> commander. I'm not, a, like, that's not something that I typically enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't find a, I mean, I, no, no, I, I would find that fun <laughs> because people would be super ticked off when I'm just counting all their stuff. Okay, yeah, never mind, it doesn't. I'm just like, then I get a 2-2 dragon. Yeah. And I beat you in the face with it every <laughs> yeah. turn yeah. until you lose yeah. Yeah. or scoop. Yep. Honestly, that's Sco the other uh, way. Move to scoop right? phase. Move to scoop yeah. phase. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, 
No, but but, but in, in all honesty, like what someone is looking to get out of a session or what if they're having fun or not, mm-hmm. sometimes can be completely independent of you. Like it may not even have anything to do with you. Yeah. It's just the game that you're playing or for any variety of reasons could be so differently. Yeah. And it's just, it's not what you find fun. Like that's fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Right. And, and that, that alone. And, and I think personally, I think like saying fun is subjective. Like, I think that is a universal truth. Like, yeah. I don't think that's something that can be argued. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can argue it. Like you can argue anything, right? But yeah. I don't think there's a good argument to doesn't say doesn't mean you're right. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't think there's a good argument the other way, right? Mm. I'm I'm someone who normally doesn't like to make absolute statements mm-hmm. normally. Um, but like I'm trying to think, like, I don't mm-hmm. think there really is an argument that you can make that says fun is objective. Mm. Okay. Because it's again, that's the same thing with art, right? Yeah. Art all of art is subjective. Mm-hmm. What makes good art? Like you can't say this is amazing art because again, that's all subjective, mm-hmm. right? And that like I and that's okay. That is totally fine, right? Well, I, I guess all right, all right. Kind of going off of that, right? If they're using high level artist techniques, we could kind of say it could be amazing. Because not everyone can do that stuff. True. True. Yeah. But, but you also don't need to be doing high level techniques but in it's order the, to make it amazing. I, I I guess I guess I mean I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the point that I was more trying to go off of is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of more what I was thinking. Yeah. Like I I get what you're saying. And I, yeah, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I I can see that. I can mm-hmm. agree with you there. Um, and honestly, using terms like good and bad that is so broad and <laughs> so this, generic. Third grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, I realize that. All right, Speaking go ahead. Of that this this is a good conversation. What? This <laughs> is a good one. <laughs> it is, <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, so, but honestly, I I think I think that's important. That I think you just understand that and realize that, and mm-hmm. honestly accept it, right? And that's why it's so important to have these conversations is to make sure you're on the same page as the people you're playing the game with, yeah. right? If you're sitting down to play a game and you're sitting down with somebody who wants to just mess around and you're down there to be serious and you're like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, will you just, will you chill? Like, we're trying to take this seriously. Why are you not taking it seriously? My bad. Like I, I'm just trying to mess around and have fun. Like I'm just having fun. Yeah. Like, well, dude, this isn't fun. Like that's mm-hmm. why it's important to have that conversation beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you'll know. Okay, I'm not going to sit down and play with you because I'm here for something completely different than you are. Yeah. That's fun. Like that is okay. Totally okay. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, either get up, move, go to a different table. Or just be prepared to shift what you're doing to going to do. That's why, you know, go back to versatility. Come back, coming to a session or a group, being versatile with what you're bringing, right? Mm-hmm. And your mind as well. So, like, it's that, it, it all goes together. It really all works together, right? Um, and really, guys, like, it's going to help you. This really is going to help you just have more fun at the table, honestly. Yeah. And, and honestly... 
get into more groups, really. <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing I kind of want to touch on here, right, is so this topic came up in the last podcast where we talked about Marvel Champions, okay? Episode 42, if you haven't checked it out and you want to, kind of what we did is we went through went through kind of an overview of Marvel Champions and then talked about why we loved it, okay? There was a point in that episode where we talked about net decking. We're going to we will have multiple other episodes about the topic of net decking, okay? Because again, as card game players, it's a huge topic. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that topic has died down a little bit in conversation. It used to be like a real hot button it used topic. To be huge, yeah. A huge hot button topic. Um but ever since I feel like ever since Hearthstone died down in popularity is when that conversation died down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um could be wrong, but that's just my recollection. I mean, it it was huge even before Hearthstone was ever a thing. Um, back when the WoW TCG still really? existed, really, yeah, because because in Yu Gi Oh, like net decking has been around for oh a very long time. Um, yeah, right. You know when when did YouTube start to come out? Oh <laughs> five, around that. A long, t- a long time ago. Yeah, and that's like a roughly around the same time that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's <laughs> first ban list came out. Mm-hmm. So I would say shortly after that, like really? people people posting stuff online, copying videos as well, and yeah, net decking in Yu-Gi-Oh has been a hot topic for a long, long while. Yeah, so about I mean, fifteen I, years. I haven't done a lot of research into it yet, but I mean, when we talk about it on a on an episode, we'll yeah. I'll definitely dive into it and do more research on it. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't really aware or really mm-hmm. think about of how, like where it came from. Mm-hmm. Was it was it because of Yu Gi Oh that like the term net decking came out? Or I don't you know? know. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I just know that it was a thing. Okay. So. So okay. So when in that episode we we touched, I don't need. We didn't even talk a lot about net decking. We just mm-hmm. mentioned it kind of offhand, and um. I mean, essentially what we said, okay? So, you know, first of all, we talked about it, and there may have been a little confusion, okay? There could be, maybe there's not. Um, but so if, just so we're clear, okay, when it comes to Marvel Champions, and honestly, when it comes to any card game, okay, mm-hmm. we recommend net decking. Mm-hmm. I always recommend net decking. If it okay? comes to anything with deck building, I recommend you look up a list. Okay. And that's for multiple reasons. Okay. My first reason, honestly, was um, it helps. It, it can help you to learn the game and learn the mechanics. Okay. Yeah. Because in all of these games, like part of the game is building a deck. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in order to accurately and correctly build a deck, you kind of need to know what the cards do. Okay. Um, so in order to, cause that's going to take time and research. Really? <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Okay. So in order to skip all of that, you can just find a list for anywhere. Okay. Either on the internet or if you <laughs> find a starter deck card, in my mind, that's still net decking. It's the same concept. <laughs> Someone really else the same built concept. a deck for you. Correct. Someone else builds a deck for you. That is what we classify. That's what I classify so, net decking. So is that pre-con you, decks or net decking? Is, isn't that the same thing? It's the same. It's a similar. It's the similar kind concept. <laughs> it's the same concept. It's a starter deck. I don't know if starter decks count okay, as net decking. Okay. Talk, talking about let's Marvel Champions specifically. Yeah. Okay. You can go on a Marvel CDB. 
yeah. and find a list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you can use the pre-con starter decks. Yeah. Okay. Or it's not even a starter deck. It's just here's the list that we've built that we recommend that yeah. you use. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> in my mind, I view them in the same manner, in the similar in the similar light. Yes, mm-hmm. you're not going on the internet and finding a list and then building it off of that. So you're not going on the internet and decking it? Correct. Yours? Correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. Right. So it's, in my mind, I view it similarly, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same concept. Yeah. Okay. You're getting someone else's pre-built list mm-hmm. because the deck was built before you, before you, because someone mm-hmm. else built it and you put it together. Yeah. That's what I classify as net decking. Now, if that's what the industry standard term is, then okay. Like if if we want to specify between a pre-constructed list from the box, like Marvel Champions has, and mm-hmm. going on the internet and finding it, that's separate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just combine the two because it's a similar concept to me of someone else built it and then you can just play it. Yeah. Ever since ever since I knew about it in Yu-Gi-Oh, it did tend to always talk about like more highly competitive list as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, that's and and again, I can also that's also why I'm saying like the beginner like card mm-hmm. that tells you how to what deck to build. I'm like, eh, it's not really net decking. So I can I, I I will say I see the difference. Yeah, I I see and I acknowledge the difference. Mm-hmm. But for me, the re like my reasoning for recommending one or the other or both, mm-hmm. it's still that's why I keep them grouped because it's still the I'm not building my own list. Yeah. I'm using someone else's list yeah. for mine essentially. Mm-hmm. So I I see acknowledge the differences between a starter pre-constructed list versus finding a a, a list on the internet. Yeah. So I see the difference. Also, what if you don't get the list from the internet, you get it from like a magazine from like 2002 for Yu-Gi-Oh. And that's gazine decking. <laughs> Mag decking. Mag decking, there we go. I like that one better. Mag decking. <laughs> that's good. Okay. Um so our reasons for net decking, okay? Mm-hmm. Essentially the reasons for net decking are help you learn the game, which again, you do that Probably better off just use the pre-con, the reconstructed list. Again, still my reasoning for saying net decking, I, I, that's why you just group them together. Yeah. But again, still acknowledging the differences there. Okay. Um, learn new different heroes, different aspects, different combinations. Find a list that you see the synergies. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. that that concept sounds intriguing. Let me try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I had, I've got five different reasons that I had a list of net decking <laughs> here. Um, first time player, even newer to the game, it helps you learn the mechanics and learn the yes. game. It takes you less time to get from setup to playing the game since you eliminate deck building step altogether while still acknowledging you have to actually physically put the deck together. Um, if you're stuck on a specific villain, you can find decks that have successfully beaten that villain. Again, Marvel Champions specific there to find new combinations of heroes aspects that you may want to try. And then it takes you from noob to veteran a lot faster <laughs> as it exposes you to a larger chunk of the part the card pool at a quicker rate, assuming you're doing multiple heroes and aspects. Again, Marvel Champions specific. Okay. Yeah. So um Again, real quickly, that was kind of what I thought as my reasons for why net decking, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so I had a conversation with some with somebody. Um, I, won't, I won't say who it is, just I don't know if they want me to or not. Um, but you can go check out – you can check out the comments for that video just to see. Um, it was a good discussion. I mean, it ultimately, it was a good discussion that I'm currently having. I actually have to go back and reply. Um, and I – in whole, like as – 
on the topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so they, someone had made a comment, right? And the first thing they said, um, was about net decking. I would say you should net deck if you're playing multiplayer less. So if you say, if you play solo, okay, they had said some other things that I kind of agreed with, but I kind of, um, disagreed with that initial point of saying mm. when you should net deck. Now I kind of took it. Um, and I guess I should say, I responded to it in a way that kind of said it's, I think it's, it's always correct and a, acceptable to net deck. Mm. Okay. Um, I never think it's in a, it's, it's inappropriate to net deck. Okay. My whole thing is because you don't know, you don't know what somebody finds fun, right? Yeah. Like you can be, you can just enjoy piloting a deck and just hate deck building. Yeah. I know plenty of people who love playing this game. They just don't want to build a deck because mm -hmm. they just, it's not fun for them. Mm -hmm. They just, they have no, they don't want to do it. They don't want to spend the time. They just want to sit down. They view it as a puzzle, the puzzle of beating a villain. Yeah. Okay. And going through that scenario, deck building, they have no interest. They have no desire to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, and that's totally fine. Okay. I and Jim and I, we enjoy deck building. And the the person I was having this conversation with, you could tell that's fun. That is the fun part for mm -hmm. them. They enjoy net, uh, not not net decking, but building the deck. <laughs> okay, and that's great. Like I'm there. I I am there mm -hmm. with you. Okay. Um, like they say, part of the fun is making a jank and seeing if it works. I agree. That is fun. Not everybody likes to do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody's going to want to do that, okay? Or it could just take you some time to want to mess around with jank cards. Mm -hmm. So, so now let me ask you this, because they had commented back, and they, they kind of said um, that me recommending or us recommending net decking kind of goes against... Um, not knowing what some what someone's fun is. Okay, L let me try and rephrase. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. Okay. Okay. Recommending. I think what they said was us recommending to someone that they that they go find they, th that they net deck, kind of assumes what they're gonna find fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, like that assumes that their mind is kind of where we are. Okay. Of what like we know the game. Here, you should do this because this is what will be fun for you, mm -hmm. okay? So if that's the argument, I can understand why you would come to that conclusion. Yeah. I can understand that, okay? Um, so I view it more as I'm not – I wouldn't say I'm recommending someone net deck because this is what will be fun for you. I I think it's – I think I, I at least recommend net decking just because mostly for noob, new players mm – -hmm. Get you up and started going quicker, mm -hmm. okay? And it helps you learn the game, yeah. I, uh, personally. It can be very useful to new and, players. And again, and, and again, also acknowledging I am I am th classifying using those starter decks, those pre-con decks, in that, ta in that classification of net decking as well. Yeah. Finding a list that someone else already did mm -hmm. and playing it, that's why I'm grouping them together. Yeah. So, and actually in that conversation, they kind of separated out those pre-constructed lists versus net decking. Yeah. So one, one reason I really like net decking is because people find other things that you just don't think about. Yeah. You know, 
especially if you're new to the game or me and Dan have played it a few times and I could throw together a deck now, but mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, the last deck I was just playing the, the captain Marvel mm-hmm. green list, mm-hmm. I'm Sweet like, list. I'm like, this is, this is really, really cool. Yeah. I'm like this. I, I love playing this deck. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have thought about all yeah. of these cards. Right. I mean, if I if I right. saw some of them, I would have thrown them in. Right. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to put that entire mm-hmm. list together as a whole. Right. And so you get to start thinking about what other people come up with, and you're like, "This is genius." Mm-hmm. There's a few decks that I've seen on Marvel CDB that I want to play. Mm-hmm. Just again, just to play the deck because I, I I'm hearing good things yeah. about them. But then also, it's going to expose me to all these cards, and then we'll I'll see these synergies that mm-hmm. hey, I've never seen that before. Because again. I haven't played with a, a majority of the card of the card pool. Yeah. Right. So I want to play through these decks just to play all these bunch of all these different cards. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where we're. I think that's where we're at with the net decking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I say that just again. I want to drive this home. Okay. Fun is subjective, mm-hmm. and what Jim finds fun, I may not find fun, and that's okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I honestly, when I'm playing with Jim. I want to know what he finds fun, okay? So I can make sure he's having fun. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I want to have fun, but I also want him to have fun. Yeah. Like, again, assuming we're playing in the same group, right? If I'm sitting down at the kitchen table with our friends, okay, I want everybody to have fun because mm-hmm. I want to do it again, yeah. okay? I want I, I want to introduce you to this game that I love, okay, because I want you to have fun. So my the best way for you to have fun is for me to try and get you to have fun by knowing you, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, catering to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Not, again, I already know I'm going to have fun because I love the game, right? So that is huge. And I think I think it starts with recognizing that, that recognition of fun is subjective. Yeah. And that's okay. It's also very important in that deck if you want to, like, become competitive in a game because then you can know the ins and outs of a deck, what... Um, can really hurt them if you stop it Mm -hmm. and then that pushes you even further the more you know about the competitive scene in a card game Mm -hmm. the better off you will be inside of your competitive career correct yep for sure so on that note talking about card games we're talking about the card of the week card of the week card of the week guys (laughs) okay so last week, week last week, last week we uh, our first card of the week what was the first card of the week Jim? basic island did you like all those islands that that, that we showed? <laughs> yeah. I had like we had like twenty different versions. <laughs> the the sweet thing, the cool thing about Magic is like they'll reprint the same cards over and over and over, and then just get different artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and that's a whole other topic too, like art in 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 games, specifically card games. Yeah. Um, is huge. They also got to stop making really cool full art basic lands. Please stop. Okay, because every new by set that, by that I mean keep going. Because every set I'm like, oh, I want this one. Yeah. Oh, I want this one. Or the secret layers that <laughs> oh, have. Oh man, the full the full yeah. text. I love that. Yeah, we know it's a cash grab. Okay, we know it's a cash grab. <laughs> They're just trying to get on it's the okay. singles market. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so that was the first card of the week. Yes, Jim. What is our second card of the week? So as soon as you as soon as you brought up the card of the week, this was honestly the first card I thought about. Was it really? This was the first card I thought about. All right, I, I want to hear why then. Nth, right. nth metal. All right. From DC Deck Builder. 
So if you have not, go check out. We've got quite a few videos of DC deck building game on the channel. Um, it's a game we're going to get back to. I say this a lot. Like, it's a game we're going to get <laughs> back to. Um, but um, it's a game we haven't played in a bit, I don't no. think. Um, but I, I, I want to play it again because it's in the fun game. It's an amazing game. The first deck building game that uh, both of us played. Yep. So, Jim, tell us a little bit about the card Nth Metal, will you? <laughs> All right, I I honestly think this is like the most broken card in all of DC Deck Builder. All right, so you play it, you get to blow up a card from your deck, not from inside I mean, the deck, okay, but yeah, from your hand or discard. No, only from hand. No, only from discard. No, that's not it. What is the what is I, the nth metal say? Like I literally just had the card up. <clears throat> I literally just had it. All right, here we go. Okay, so Nth Metal, okay, is an okay. equipment, okay, yeah. it costs three, and says plus one power, look at the top card of your deck, you may destroy it. What's the one I'm thinking of? I don't know what the one you're thinking of is. Just blow up something from, hmm. This one, the, the great thing about Nth Metal, okay. I don't really want to know what card I'm thinking of. I want to know what card you're thinking about too. <laughs> it's not Nth Metal, but Look at the metal, top and then you could blow it up. If yes. You okay. Yes. So the thing about Nth Metal is the cost. It only costs three. Yeah. Okay. Now, normally, like if you see an Nth Metal early game, you're picking it up. Yeah. Because your deck is full of starter cards. Yeah. Okay. So you've got all, the majority of your deck is full of starters. Mm -hmm. So when you play it, probably going to get a starter. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully you see the, uh, the, the vulnerabilities. If you have, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, right, right. Early which game, you hopefully you, you see them, but which even you if you see the punches, right. like, eh, get rid of them. Right, right. Yeah, so that's why Nth Metal is so good. Like, Nth Metal shines 100% in the early game. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with a deck-building game, basically, is you have your your starter cards, okay? I'm like, man, it's been a while since we've played this. I got, <laughs> clearly, right? Um your starter cards, which basically, which do the most basic of actions, okay? In DC Deck Builder, it's your punches and, and your vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. Your vulnerabilities do literally nothing. They are cards that just take, take up space, space yeah. right? Your punches provide plus one power, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, as you build up your deck and buy cards from the lineup or gain cards from the lineup, I should say, and then build out your deck. Those starter cards don't do a whole lot yeah. because you have you want to get to your you want to get to your good cards. Yeah. Okay. And those basic cards are just in the way. Yeah. You okay. want to be able to get, play your good cards as consistently as possible. So, um, whatever card you're thinking of is probably better. <laughs> um, like it could be it. You could be thinking of like Heat Vision. Yeah. Like Heat Vision is blow something up in I believe oh, in yeah. hand. I think yeah, I'm just confusing. The I think cards. Heat Vision is is <laughs> in hand. Um, but the but the thing is, I I believe Heat Vision costs six. Yeah. I think Heat it's Vision a lot more costs expensive. Six, okay, yeah. so you're talking a card that costs only three. Um, you most likely will be able to buy that turn one every time, yeah. unless you were unlucky enough to draw three vulnerabilities. Because yeah. I believe it's seven and three. It shouldn't happen. I believe it's yeah. seven and yeah, three. It I believe it's seven and se uh, seven punches and then three vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. So yeah, statistically, you should be able you to get. And it, well, you will like in at least one turn. Yeah, yeah. Either turn one or turn turn two, you'll most likely you you'll be able to yeah. build it. But that's the thing. It. Like so, if if I ended up only getting the two punches, it's like all right now. Dan 
Dan's probably going to take right. the card. If it's like, there. What are the odds he also there. just has right. two vulnerabilities or if three vulnerabilities? Yeah. Right, right. If it's there. Yeah. Right. So that's why, like, when you're setting up for the game, if you see an Anth Metal, you're like, prepare. Prepare. That's what we're going for. <laughs> that yeah. is what we're going for. Right. Like that's yeah. that's all that's all uh, we I was, care about. I was joking with Dan earlier. I'm like, you know, if if it was either end the game by taking the supervillain oh, yeah. or take nth metal, I'll take nth metal just because just out of principle. Yeah. <laughs> and I I I would be there too. Like that 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 would be me as well. Um I'm trying. I'm trying to find heat vision. It's not X-ray vision. Uh, no, X-ray vision is the defense card, I believe. No, X-ray vision is just a reveal. Each opponent reveals the top oh, card of their deck, okay. and you can play. I believe it's each opponent. Super. Yeah, each each foe. They they okay. say it. They call it a foe. Each opponent. It's basically each opponent. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, Anthemetal Anthemetal is just so good, just because it costs three. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, there was a Get game, so there was a game, um, I'll have to find it. I'll try and link it. I'll link it here if I can. But there was a game where I got multiple heat visions and I got rid of my entire starting deck. <laughs> and I think I got rid of it with the nth metals. Yeah. I, I, I think. Probably. So, I mean, if you, if you can imagine getting two nth metals early game, mm-hmm. You are you, you're you're gonna win. I was like, you are most likely gonna I win. I think there was one game where you you got you ended up getting both uh, destroy cards early game, and I'm just sitting here like, oh man, he's gonna he's gonna destroy me in the late game. Like mm-hmm. I can't find any card that is just like blowing up Blow my up. deck. And that's the thing with the core set of DC deck builder. There mm-hmm. weren't there are not a, a lot of cards that let you blow up or destroy cards in your deck. There's not yeah. a ton. They're not a ton. Yeah. Um, they're definitely there, obviously, but there's just, there's not a lot as there are in future sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just the mechanic of blowing, of destroying your starter cards in a deck builder is key. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in, in Marvel legendary, it's KOing your cards. Um, so it's again, it's you want to get rid of all your starting basic cards, and then you want your better cards. Yep. And honestly, that is the entire concept when you talk about card games, right? And you talk about building your own deck in 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 any constructed format, right? Mm-hmm. Or or even a limited or sealed format. You want to put the good cards in. You want to take the bad cards out. Yeah. So you want to get to your good cards so you can take and take your bad cards out, right? So that's the concept, right? So that's why that's why we want to talk about Nth Metal. I mean, Jim apparently wanted to talk about a different. I card. want to talk about something else. He wanted to talk about something else. Um, but I think I think <laughs> the early game Nth Metal is broken. Correct. I, I think I think you have to. I think you got to talk about Nth Metal first, honestly, just because of the impact. Like, yes, again, let's talk about Heat Vision. Yes, a card like Heat Vision has big impact mm-hmm. but i don't think over the course of a game heat vision will have the same impact as a card like nth metal would yeah if you get even even if you get it mid game mm-hmm. right nth metal is just going to be a much more impactful card overall in your deck than heat mm-hmm. vision will be yeah. okay heat vision late game probably going to take out a weakness or like a vulnerability if they're there which is which is very good because then you're essentially adding one more vp to the deck correct correct yep yep so 100 percent. so that is card of the week number two 
Um, I'm enjoying this. Like I'm, we've now we've got a running list going of cards that I'm ready we, for next week. Cards too. that we want to talk about. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that's the episode, Jim. Before we get going here, do yep. you have any final thoughts about anything that we talked about, like Rule Zero or even uh, Metal? Hmm. Um. You know, the biggest thing that I've learned from playing these card games, and especially when I worked at Grapple, mm-hmm. I'm. When, especially when new people come into the game, I'm like, you guys, in my mind, I'm like, they have to have fun. It's mm-hmm. it's always the number one thing in my mind when yeah. when I'm introducing someone to a brand new game. Most of the time, it's Dungeon Mayhem that yeah. I'm introducing <laughs> them to. Um, Which, honestly, if, the, if, it, if that's it, you don't got to worry because yeah. they're going to have a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they tend to always have fun. I want... Even if they want to target me with stuff and like they've played other board games or card games as well, and they're like now getting into this other one and they can laugh, have a good time, even if they all single target me out. The guy who's mm-hmm. teaching them the game, which is, which I get it, it's hilarious <laughs> if you take out the person teaching you the game. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I want them to have a good experience. I want them to be able to come back and, you the know. The Padawan is now the Jedi. <laughs> 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 yeah, or so they think. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like honestly, that's fun. Mm-hmm. For me, that's fun too. Like if I've got a, if I've got a, a few people that I'm learning a game from, yeah. And they all gang up and they're having a blast yeah. doing it. Like I that would used to that that would have annoyed me before. Yeah. Not anymore because like I I recognize, mm-hmm. hey, I am I am bringing these people into the fold. Yeah. And the fact that they are laughing and having a great time <laughs> That's awesome. I want them to beat me, exactly. honestly. Like that, that's worth it. Mm-hmm. Like that is worth the price of admission for yeah. me. Like I'm I'm hopefully, so when this airs, this the, when this airs, I will hopefully be meeting up with a new group to play Ashes um, in uh, downtown somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because you know we're gonna be playing, we're gonna be playing this game. What as soon as we finish here, we're gonna be playing this game. <laughs> um but like, this is going to be an opportunity for me to group up with some people I've never met, honestly, and just yeah. have fun over this game that is awesome. And yeah. we just all want to get together and have fun with the game. Yep. Right. So it's a it's a perfect opportunity to practice what I preach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, but but again, what am I expecting? What are what are we doing here? It's have that. I'm expecting a phone call from Dan that night. He's like. Uh, we got kicked out of that group. Um, we're, we're no longer a part of it. Uh, and actually, in all of Chicago, we cannot game anymore. We 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 are um, not allowed in that store. You know, in fact, we might even just go to Indy and set up shop. <laughs> we're gonna go over the border. Um, yeah, we, we yeah we just got we got to do it. Uh, yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, all right. Well. Thank you everybody for being here. That was a, that was an enjoyable conversation. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, so Jimbo, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You can find me on Instagram at Daniel.g.campbell and on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell. And if you go to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you will find links to all of our social profiles. Again, that's www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. Um, again, new website, uh, still still a work in progress, but it looks pretty good so far, if I do say so myself. Um, links to our YouTube, our Twitch, our Twitter, Facebook, everything there. Um, also, we are 
trying to hopefully be live streaming Saturday. We're gonna try. Uh, gonna try. We've, we've got we've we've got stuff. We just wanna tweak and fix and see how stuff works. So we gotta start somewhere. Yep. And that somewhere is gonna be Saturday. Uh, so stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll put more stuff out on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and basically all the social profiles later. So yep. definitely check that out as well. So with all that, Jim, thanks for being here. A lot of fun, and we'll catch you in the next episode. See everybody. Take care. Oh,